Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Outside the Ring, the most important show about boxing, with your host, David Diaz. Get ready for four rounds of sports talk in one hour, with an emphasis on boxing, both amateur and professional. Now, here's your host, former boxing great, David Diaz. Welcome, everyone, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to Outside the Ring. I'm your host, 1996 U.S. Olympian and former WBC lightweight champion of the world, David Diaz. If you're into boxing, MMA, or any other sport, you've tuned into the right place. And to tell you, Outside the Ring has been brought to you by VoiceAmericaSports.com. Well, we have an exciting show, show for you lined up today. We'll be catching up with my friend, MMA fighter, Andre the Pitbull Arvlaski. Find out what's next for him later on in the show in the Fighters Corner. Some some good fights this week that just passed and uh, happened. It's uh, Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. versus Ru, uh, Rubio. And also they had Donair versus uh, Vasquez Jr. Also, I'm going to give a little bit of input on the Condit, Condit versus uh, Upset of Diaz, MMA fighter. We'll discuss that. Uh, part of the show as well. Um, I'll share also, um, my guest co-host obviously is not here with us today. He had, uh, some things to do and, um, he says he's, he's claiming he's changing people's life. So I'm going to be solo today. Well, the Super Bowl. And again, the New York Giants pulled it off once again in dramatic fashion. Turns out to be an exciting game. Um, what, what can I say about Eli Manning? He's now uh, one up on his brother, and um, he did a, a, a great comeback. Picked the pick little, little by little. He went pick pick on 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 uh, the Patriots, but now he's got bragging rights over pay, uh, Tom Brady and. His brother, Payne Man. So now, when they do the commercials again, instead of Payton hitting in Eli, Eli can now can rub it into Payton's uh, face. But now, now I'm Brady. Um, I'm pretty sure he's feeling bad about the whole situation and everything that he could have pulled off the victory. But I mean. To, to give it uh, its proper due and, and, and have everything going and trying to, trying to do some, 
to finish it off. I mean, you have to come in on that. Speaking of Trump, Brady, um, there's some controversy surrounding his uh, beautiful wife, uh, supermodel Giselle Bunchen. Now, they're talking about saying that, you know, she shouldn't have had said anything about, you know, the guys uh, uh, dropping the ball, that the husband, uh, what's he going to do, you know, he's going to be uh, throwing the ball, catching it at the same time. Now, the two were giant fans that were, um, you know, talking a little bit about, about her husband, but you got to give it to her, man. I mean, she's uh, sticking up for her husband and doing uh, um, just sticking up for him. I mean, I would expect uh, my wife has done that for me before in some of the fights. I've, I, I did not come out a, a winner. And, you know, there's going to be people always talking a little bit of smack and, and and saying, well, you know, your husband's no good, or this and that. And it, I know it's part of uh, uh, her defending him. And, and you know what, well, guys, give it a break. She's allowed to say whatever she can. And, and to those guys who did drop the ball next time, catch it. And there won't be a situation. So I think it's actually uh, uh, real good that she's sticking by by me. I mean, by her man. I mean, I, I do know she kind of has a little crush on me. But we'll, we'll, we'll see that afterwards. But, you know, it is what it is. So just, you know, leave her alone and let her do. Um, I don't know if you guys saw the, 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 the video of, of, of the tight end um, from uh, the New England um, Patriots, uh, Rob Gronowski. He was out partying, dancing at the club. And, and you know, after the, the Patriots suffered a, a Super Bowl loss, you know, um, they're saying that, ooh, he shouldn't have done that, and, and, and that, you know, he should have been moaning and groping. But you know what? To be honest, to tell you the truth, man, they, they made it to the Super Bowl. A lot of other teams didn't do that. And, um, you know what? He, he, he let off some steam and, uh, you know, went out to enjoy the night. His job, his job was done. There's nothing else that he had to do. He wasn't going to go tomorrow and, and play again. The only bad thing about the whole situation is that the guy really can't dance, man. That guy is a horrible dancer with them big long arms <laughs> waving all over the place, man. Uh, he should have really just been moving side to side and keeping hands to his body. would have been all right. And that would have been done. You know, and, um, obviously, you know, you have people that are, are, are talking bad about it. So, um it, it's all right, man. Just just let it go and keep on dancing. But, but get some dancing lessons, though, <laughs> because it, it was pretty pretty awful. But anyway, um, there's also uh, another video going out. Well, there's there's a, a good thing. The New York Giants, um, um, Justin Tuck, uh, what he did for uh, the organization, the teams, and everybody involved with... Uh, um, Coaching the Giants organization, he handed out a $220 bottle of Johnny Walker to everybody there uh, for for before the Super Bowl parade. That was, uh, I believe, a very nice way to um, start start off the celebration with um, you know them winning the Super Bowl uh, for for the Giants. And uh, I would say also great because it's. 
it's against the Patriots again, and they beat them in dramatic fashion. So definitely a good way. I wish I was on the on the Giants on the Giants team. It was actually I had the Patriots winning, but um, you know, uh, I'm gonna ask Justin Tuck to send me over a bottle. I would love to celebrate with that with that with that um with that bottle as well. You know, I don't know. Um, you guys probably uh, seen the game or didn't, but for the Chicago Bulls. Um, they had uh, in uh, in New Orleans. He was introducing the teams, and uh, he had a little bit of fun with the starting lineup yesterday. If you guys did, I, and it was, I thought it was hilarious. It's a good way. To, uh, if anything, I, I think that, that made the Bulls go do what they did. They ended up winning a, a ninety to a sixty-seven. Ended up beating them. So um, I don't know if it was a good thing for for the New Orleans. Uh, Hornets to to uh, have somebody trashing the Bulls, but it, it was funny. Uh, I don't know if you guys seen it, but he he said starting off at number five, the guy who still lives with his mother, and uh, he uh, named Boozer, and he also um, said that uh, uh, Derrick Rose was a big uh, fan of the Notebook, so it was it was pretty funny, and um, I thought that was pretty cool. Also. Uh, I want to say sorry to my girl Rita La Guerra Figueroa. She's a big diehard Blackhawks fan, and she knows that they're on a six-game consecutive losing streak. Their struggle is really bad, and um, there's there's going to be some changes made. I'm pretty sure in, in the lineup and everything that's going on. And uh, they've been outscored. I believe it's like uh, 25 or 26 to, to eight, and um, it really goes on the defense. So. Um, on the defense and obviously on the offense as well because they're not they're not helping uh, and and putting the, the numbers in. So it's um, it's, it's going to be see how it's all about, man. Um, also, um, since this show is called Outside the Ring, um, that that's the beauty of this show. I can talk about anything. And earlier today, I, I posted on on Facebook on on my webpage. Um, four-year-old kid was uh, visiting from China, and he and his dad had him running around outside the show, in the in the store. I'm sorry, excuse me, and just in underwears and gym gym shoes. The kid the kid clearly uh, was enjoying himself for a minute and having a good time. Um, the only the only problem I see in 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 this um, was that his father. Was uh, videotaping. Now he, his father's claiming that it was because the kid's sick and and you know he's trying to get his immune system going and and stuff like that. So I I personally um, don't agree with it in, in the sense of what he was doing. He was probably trying to you know get him feel better or whatever, but he shouldn't have videotaped it or or uh, you know shown shown this on video. If it was for a medical reason, then he was trying to do. I mean, that that that's on him. I come from a strong land of, of, of Mexican descent, uh, where my mother she clearly does all these herbal remedies, and 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 she says this is going to clear your cough, this is going to clear your fever. And by when I mean herbal men- remedies, I mean the ones you burn up and put in a you put in a paper. I'm talking about really plants that you got to boil and stuff like that. So it's 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 different. It's a different culture. So. I guess you gotta tolerate. Like I told you, the only thing that uh, really bothered me is is that he videotaped it 
and he put it on, I, I guess, YouTube. So it, it's 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 really kind of kind of sad that they have to get that. And then, and the guy's from uh, another country, so I guess it's 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 what it is, you know. And I'm going out to some uh, boxing news. There's going to be a. It looks like uh, Manny Pacquiao is going to be fighting uh, fighting Timothy Bradley, but they're going to be fighting at uh, 147 on June 9th at the MGM Grand in, in Las Vegas. Uh, my opinion on this, uh, we all seen this coming. Um, he was on, on, on his undercard, so we knew uh, this was probably going to be his next opponent. Is it a good fight for him? Um, I, I don't know. I, I really don't don't think so. We all, everybody still in the boxing world wants to see that Floyd Mayweather and Manny Pacquiao fight. So up until get that fight, I do not think that any of um, any of uh, uh, the boxing fans are, are going to think it's a credible credible fight um, that he fights. So um, I definitely do believe that. So you can uh, call in. We're going to have um, um, you can call in. We're going to be having Andre Arlowski, um at 888-346-9144 and um, get your questions ready because in the later on in the, seg- in the fourth segment we're going to be answering um, uh, questions. All right? So we'll be back. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. What's the national pastime in the U.S. in the 21st century? Are you sure? Think again. Three out of four Americans have made NFL football the true American pastime. It's now one of the fastest growing sports in the world. But how do we as fans understand everything that goes on behind the scenes? Tune in to Enter the League with Eugene T. Lee Esquire as your host. Eugene was the featured NFL agent in the ESPN acclaimed documentary, The Dotted Line. And now he takes his expertise to the Voice America Sports Channel. Listen every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. The job of a professional athlete is never complete. In Life After the Game, host Lamar Campbell will take an inside look at how athletes are making the transition from the professional athletics world to the professional business world. He'll understand the goals, motivations, and personalities that drive these players off the field and in their post-professional career. Tune in to Life After the Game with Lamar Campbell every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Outside the Ring with David Diaz. If you want to give us your questions and comments, call us right now at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. If you want, you can also send us an email to david at diazsportsinc.com. That's diazsportsinc.com. Now, back to Outside the Ring. 
You're listening to Outside the Ring, and this is the segment called The Outcome. We had some a uh, couple of fights this past weekend. We had some MMA fights and also some boxing fights that, that I'm going to discuss right now. But the first one I want to talk to you about is the MMA. Um, we had Conde versus Diaz, and I honestly thought that that was going to be a, a good fight because we all know how, how Diaz fights, and, and he's an explosive fighter. He, he's a guy that gets down and dirty. And... Um, we didn't get that. We we got a, a tech, technical fight on Conde's part where he just, um, you know, was playing it safe in the sense because he knew and he knew he didn't want to uh, get in the mix with with Diaz. So I I I can understand him in a sense to tr- trying to just get the victory in order to go and fight a. Uh, George St. Pierre, but I mean, to a lot of MMA fighters, um, I, I can probably um, assume that they're like, man, this guy shouldn't have fought like that. He should have took it to Diaz and to see who who would win. And um, later on, um, I'm going to be asking Andre, uh, who's going to be my guest, what he thought of that, if he's seen that fight and what he thought about it. If he thinks that uh, kind of did the right thing in, in doing that or, or he should have gone at it with um, with Diaz. So um, one thing I can say is that he definitely uh, respected uh, Diaz's power. And he admitted to that in the, in the, in the post-fight co- uh, conference. He, he, he said, he's like, if, if I had gone to uh, Diaz's uh, style of fighting, it probably would have been Diaz sitting in the in that chair to speaking about his next fight with uh, George St. Pierre, but it, it's him. Um, so, we'll, we'll, you know, I, I personally thought it, it should have been a more engaging fight because that's the type of uh, fights that you see on um, MMA. So um, we'll, we'll, we'll just have to wait and see what happens with, um, with Kanye. If he ends up taking George St. Pierre, waiting for him because uh, George St. Pierre is uh, uh, injured, so we're just going to have to wait and see uh, what Conde does um, to either defend it or or with any, somebody else or just wait there for uh, George St. Pierre. Now, we also had some fights in um, in, in San Antonio. Um, I had told you guys about this fight. I, I, I thought it was going to be a great fight. I, I, I honestly thought that uh, Rubio was going to was going to go at Chavez and they were going to go blow for blow and it was going to be a big test for Chavez Jr. I personally take blame for hyping this fight up and it didn't turn out that way. You know, um, actually the, the, the fight, um, was kind of just one sided in the sense that, uh, uh, Chavez Jr. kept on pushing and, and, and I'm not pushing, but, uh, his aggressiveness going forward to, towards Rubio. And it, it just showed that, uh, you know, Chavez, uh, was the stronger and actually looked like the bigger fighter. And actually it was because he was. He stepped in there like 20, 20 to 25 pounds over, over, uh, the, the fight they were, the actual, uh, um, weight they had, um, came into. And, and he looked a lot bigger. It was also said that, Chavez Jr. had a hard time, um, you know, making weight and, you know, and that he barely made, made the weight. And then to balloon up another 25 pounds, it just showed him a lot, a lot bigger, how, how a lot more bigger he was than, than him. And, um, you know, it's, 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 it's unfortunate that, um, the fighters 
blow up so much that it, it kind of sort of becomes a disadvantage to the other fighter. And in that same token, though, I can say that to the fighter who blew, who uh, blows up, ends up um, um, feeling a little bit sluggish because of the extra weight he has on top. But I guess this time it worked in, in Chavez's favor, and um, he ended up beating uh, uh, Rubio. And um, I thought Rubio was going to go in there and, and really work work on, on Chavez. I mean, he seemed to, uh, to like, really um, be intimidated by uh, Chavez's uh, pressure and his, and his hits and his pounding. Um, I don't know. It, it just, it just it showed some, some growing on, uh, Chavez Jr.'s part and him trying to be also try fight. Even though he was a taller, uh, fighter, he tried to get in there from time to time and, and, and work the body and, and, and do everything, um, to, to get Rubio to engage, but Rubio didn't want any part of it. Ended up running around and that's how it was. Uh, Chavez Jr., uh, retained his title and, um, he goes on to 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 the next to the next fighter, but we also had uh the the co-main event, and you know the co-main event too. I I was hyping this fight up because of Donaire and uh, Wilfredo Vasquez Jr. too. Um, he he uh they both were exciting fighters where they were gonna go at it, and um the first round started off you know like every fight you know measuring each other out. And, and seeing it, uh, you could tell that obviously Donaire was the, uh, faster fighter there in that fight and who was actually hitting a little bit harder, I, I believe, than, than Vasquez Jr. Um, the fight stayed like that throughout the whole fights. It stayed at a, at a, a figuring out type of process fight that, that really, uh, blew my mind. There was, um, one time where, uh, I think Donaire, uh, played with him a little bit, like faking him out, and he he threw a looping left hook, and he caught um Vasquez Jr. on the top of the head, and he ended up you know staggering him for a minute, and Donaire jumped on him, but Vasquez held back, and you know he 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 recovered from it, and you know Donaire ended up uh winning the fight easily easily, and um you know was a, another disappointment. I mean it was just. Uh, we're gonna call this past Saturday, uh, fights of disappointments because, uh, we felt that all these, uh, fights were gonna be, um, uh, great fights and, 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 and stuff like that. You know, but it, it is what it is. So now we go on to our next, our next, uh, fights that are coming up. But there was also some controversy coming out of the Chavez and, and, and Rubio camps respectively. Um, the Rubio camp first shouted out to them that, um, you know, Chavez Jr. after the fight did not take a urine sample after the fight. Um, so they're like, why, you know, how all of a sudden from, you know, barely making the weight and, and, and having that energy to, to go out there. And then all of a sudden after the, after the fight, they did not, um, uh, take a urine sample. And so then, uh, what happens next? Uh, the Chavez camp comes out and they say the same thing uh, about Rubio. Why didn't he take the test as well? Um, and there should be some inquiries done into that because how could he withstand so many punches uh, from somebody so big and and not be phased or whatever that they should go and check him out? Personally, 
Uh, I think um, I doubt that Chavez was avoiding the test. His team claims that they were uh, in the dressing room for 30 minutes. Then they went to the press conference and, you know, they didn't get tested. Nobody came in. And we don't know when we get tested, they, they, they come to get us right away. So nobody came to get Chavez. And, and, and you know, that's, that's the way it is. They, especially for a champion, they always test them because they want to make sure that nothing illegal was done. So we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens after that. And the Rubio camp is also saying that um, they, he should still take the test because it takes six months to get anything out of your system if he did have something in the system. And we know that uh, Chavez Jr. in 09, he tested for a diuretic. So that's why I guess they want to look into that. And he got suspended, I guess, for seven months. So they they want to look into that and... I guess um, they're going to go fishing for some excuse so they could get a, a another fight with uh, Chavez. And um, I, I, I guess it's warranted in a sense. If if you want to get him test, you know, go get tested. Um, also, I want to talk to you guys about uh, Dimitris Andrade. He's set to face Chicago's very own Angel El Toro Hernandez. Um Hernandez is uh, Andrade's third opponent in three days, and that and that Hernandez promoter, Boxing 360, doesn't want to see this fight happen. They claim that it isn't uh, Hernandez isn't in a fighting condition, and that by taking this fight, it can be detrimental to his health. My opinion on this, Angel is a, a is a great friend of mine, a good friend of mine. My opinion on this is that. 360 has not done anything for Angel Hernandez. They have, I, I kind of know a little bit of his situation. They've left him on the show. Angel has, uh, done, uh, fights, uh, outside. And then when he goes in and, and makes a fight, 360 is in there ready to, uh, stop his, uh, progression in the sport. I personally do think they should let this guy fight. He's going to fight. It's already in the books. And let him fight. I, I mean, he's a good friend. He's willing and capable of fighting. Um, so all the best of luck to uh, Angel uh, on Friday, which is one of the fights that's going to be happening on, on ESPN uh, this Friday. So on ESPN2, I'm sorry. So make sure you guys tune in so uh, we could uh, uh, root for our, our hometown guy, um, El Toro, Angel Hernandez. And um, also, um, you guys know that the Victor Ortiz uh, uh, Andre Berto fight was um, postponed because of uh, a Berto's injury that he suffered. Uh, it was a left bicep injury, I believe, and and it looks like it's going to be rescheduled for June 30th at the Mandalay Bay uh, in in Las Vegas. So that's going to be an interesting fight. Hopefully, uh, Berto's ready, and um, that's not going to be a problem. For him um, fighting and he recuperates and does all the necessary uh, things he needs to do to get that left bicep going. And um, for uh, Ortiz, it's just going to be a, a longer uh, training camp. That's all it's going to be for him because he's going to have to stay active and, and, and sharp with doing that. So hopefully all of that will, will be good. Um, also, um, 
Uh, Abner Morris has vacated his world title and uh, plans to move up to the junior weight, uh, junior featherweight division. I'm sorry. Um, no good, uh, no, no fights for him at 118, so he's looking to fight the best at 122. Um, so best of luck to you, man, and, uh, hopefully you can, um, and win, win the title. Also, don't forget, guys, um, Friday is, uh, um, Angel Toro Hernandez fight on ESPN2. Don't miss out on it. And, um, you guys stay tuned because we are going to be talking with, uh, my friend, uh, Andre, the, uh, the Pitbull Arlowski. We're going to be asking him what's happening, what's going on. And for those of you listening and want to talk to him, make sure you can call at 888-346-9144. All right, guys, we'll be right back with Andre. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. The Revolution with Jim and Trav, brought to you by Zeiss. This week on the show will be... Mark Zona from Zona's Awesome Fishing Show, Classic Winner Mike Iaconelli, Rebel Lures Lawrence Taylor, Unpros Chance Orth, and Cat Daddy, when we talk about the Bassmaster Classic coming up later this month. All brought to you by Ram Trucks at RamTrucks.com. Wednesdays at 1 Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. I'm Jim Ferguson. I'll see you on the trail. If you want to talk about the East Coast sports scene, particularly from the Southeast, make sure you tune in to the Jeff Owen Show every Tuesday. Yeah, we'll talk about some of the other teams and news that's out there, but host Jeff Owens and co-host Tasha Humphrey know the inside and out of the Georgia college sports world, and they were born there, raised there, and still live the scene. We'll talk about every sport imaginable. Tune in on Tuesday at 7 p.m. East Coast time, 4 p.m. in the West, on the Voice America Sports Channel. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's at the shot. Got it with 2.8 seconds left. to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Outside the Ring with David Diaz. If you want to give us your questions and comments, call us right now at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. If you want, you can also send us an email to david at diazsportsinc.com. That's diazsportsinc.com. Now, back to Outside the Ring. you're listening to outside the ring i like to call this segment the fighter's corner and in this in this corner today we have a great fighter a great champion and a good friend of mine he is andre the pitbull arvlaski how you doing brother thanks a lot for joining me on my show but no before problem. i'm doing good David. it's always pleasure to talk to you and always pleasure to talk to boxing fans and mma fans and i'm ready to answer all your questions great 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 but before we get started i want to say something to you happy birthday this past saturday on on the fourth andre turned 54 years old 
50. <laughs> no, the brother turned 33 years old. Uh, congratulations. Happy Thank birthday, you, man. Thank you. Uh, did you get drunk? Did you get wasted? What gifts did you get? Explain to me. Tell me. Tell me. No, I spent time with my fiance and uh, we were we were at my house and you know it's like I spent my birthday with my family. That's it. Oh my goodness! Did you just say fiance? Did you just uh, say? Fiance? Yeah, okay. Oh yeah, my yeah, goodness! Yeah, yeah. Finally, oh, finally. Oh, finally, somebody uh, captured. What do you mean somebody? Sorry. What do you mean somebody? A beautiful woman, I'm assuming. There's oh, some of course. Person. Yeah, yeah. Man, you get you just I'm like a, I'm like a gift for her. So, so oh, you're you're a gift to her. Yeah, oh, I, I see. She's a gift it's, for me as well. Yeah, there you go. I was gonna. I'm, that's one thing I'm gonna tell you about marriage. I well, since you were definitely going to marriage, Andre. Um, let me give you a piece of advice. There's a good saying that says, um, "Happy wife, happy life." Well, I, I agree hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, right. Happy girl, girlfriend, to happy fiance, to happy, happy and wife. quiet wife for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh man, congratulations, man. I, Thank I'm you. Sure, but but uh, you have one 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 heart that's broken and is crying right now, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, you know who that is, and I'm gonna. I know I'm, who who is she, but it's all respect, and I respect her like a fr wife of my friend and a mother of three beautiful kids. You know, just respect. Yeah. Oh, it's always good fun with you, man, and her, and I'm um, always give you a, a big grief. But let's let let's move on. Let's give everyone a little bit of a background uh, on you. You're an MMA fighter, came up on the scene, and and where you 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 are still a beast. But the way you took over the UFC and everybody loves you everywhere, everywhere I've gone, I've gone with you everywhere, and everybody just flocks to you. Um, how long have you been an MMA fighter for, Andre? Uh, my first fight was in uh, October 9th, 1999. So I fought in almost 13 years, and uh, first fight in US and the first fight in UFC it was in. November 16, 2000. Since that, I all the time fighting in the U.S. and I'm very happy. And uh, everything what I have right now is probably because I'm I'm fighting in the U.S. I think uh, U.S.A. is my second uh, hometown. I mean, Chicago, my second hometown. I met many great people here. Some of them became my friends, and I'm very happy. You know, and you know, life sometimes it's up and down. It's the same with me, like sport, sport. My my fighting life is up and down. Hopefully now I get back on track, you know. And I'm I, I I'm for, for right now I'm fighting for pro elite, and hopefully one day I'm gonna back to UFC, you know. And I'm that, very that, excited. And I'm very happy about that. That that's real good, Andre. Andre, and and you know we received a couple of emails from people asking, um, and and they all want to know when when are you gonna get back in the ring. Uh, hopefully, I, I want to fight early, of course, but hopefully I'm going to come back in, uh, in the act again in, um, uh, in the June 2012 this year, and hopefully it's going to be in Chicago at uh, somewhere at Seaset and Seaset or Old State Arena, you know, and hopefully it's going to be a great show. They're going to put me uh, on that card, and I'm very excited because... Uh, uh, when I fought for UFC, they didn't come to to Chicago. Now 
the head couple shows in, shows in Chicago, and I'm very excited. I want to fight in my hometown, and uh, looking forward. Oh, that that is awesome. That's great news. So in June, I am going to be getting some tickets to go see Andre Arlovski fight again. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, hopefully, no. <laughs> hopefully if I'm going to fight in June in Chicago, we're going to create, I don't know, some, uh, uh, some I don't know, something and we're gonna give some uh, tickets away you know who's gonna be a winner or for some good question or whatever that's why guys you have to listen uh david diaz radio show and also check about uh more information about me on arlovsky.com it's gonna be great beautiful beautiful that's great now andre uh, a real quick question who are you currently signed with right now are, are you uh heading towards the ufc or are you signed no, no, with no, another? I, like i said i'm fighting for pro elite i sign a uh, contract with pro elite and um and uh, i'm right now employee of pro elite it's a new pro. mma company you know they gave me a chance to rebuild my mma career i really appreciate for this and i'm very excited you know Yes, yes, yes. Now, now, uh, and your last fight was in November, right? My last fight was in November fifth, two thousand eleven, in Moline, Illinois. Right, and you and, and you fought uh, Travis, the Iron Man, Fulton. Oh, correct. And you, and you took good care of that guy. Now he is going to remember the pitbull Larvlowski. Am I correct? <laughs> That's what you did. You took uh, you him know out what, and uh, we in the business, MMA boxing. It's a hurt business. It's nothing personal. Sometimes it's some, it's personal, but sometimes <laughs> it's you know it's a business. And uh, I respect Travis uh, for 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 the fight that that he faced me. You know, first of all, he, he had uh, he had a great uh, fighting experience over like uh, 300 fights. You know. And for me right now, I was in that spot where you have to rebuild your MMA career, and I did step by step, you know. And I came out in the last second of third round, you know, and 14:59. KO, it's KO, but you know what? Uh, one step at a time, you know. For me, it's like um, something. Uh, I feel like, like something like holding me. I I I, I want to back how I was in the UFC, you know, knock people in the first round, excited uh, fight. So I, I want to be excited. Exci I want to be excited fighter. That's why I'm training hard, you know. And uh, uh, I change my uh, lifestyle. I change my um, my uh, attitude for this life, hundred percent. And for me, I choose what's what's more important for me right now. This is fighting. I want to be on the top again. I want to be champion, and I'm going to do everything po possible to be a champion again. So, definitely, definitely. And 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 in your championship run, you fought a lot of a lot of uh, uh, great fighters, and um, you had some great wins against Tim Silva, Vladimir Lysenko. In this uh, point, this is personal. Is, is it about, <laughs> like, I, I don't like this pee, pee taster, you know, and uh, hopefully they're going to give me a rematch again against uh, this uh, big, tall, ugly dude, you know, and I'm looking <laughs> forward, you know. And this case for me, it's personal, you know. Right. I say nothing bad about my opponent's sport, it's sport, and you, you know, but this guy, he started, and uh, it's already, I don't know how many years that shit I can between me and him and uh, hopefully one day it's going to be done yes definitely always to get a, to get a fight back and stuff and again, it's, you know? yeah you have to and that's that's what it is i mean you have to uh you have to get back into it 
with 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 heart and soul and determination that you could that you can and you will get back to that to that top echelon and the MMA sport. Now, <clears throat> excuse me. In all sports, you 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 know you have negative people saying they always criticize. Um, like for myself, they had said you know David's not a great fighter. This and that. Woo woo. How how do you get over that and how how do you get back in there and, and, and overcome those obstacles? What goes through your mind so like that people can understand what, what what you're doing to prove everybody wrong? Do you take it personal or you just brush it off and you put your head down and, and concentrate on fighting? Every bad word, every critical uh, critics uh, about me, I, I'm taking personal, you know, and... Uh, I think sometimes it, it, it is it my problem, you know, especially when you're going to fight about, like, one week, ten days before the fight, and somebody, like, friend, you know, like, said, oh, you know what, like, something, like, said about you, or you know something on a, on a Twitter or about and some Internet about you, some, and, you know, this pisses me off sometimes, you know, I, 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 I can lost my temper, you know, I became, like, an explosion, and I, I became a mad, and, uh, uh, it's not good, but um, but yeah, you know, if somebody critic you, I mean, in a good way, with the right words, I think those people wanna um, uh, that you became uh, become a better fighter, you know, better person. But sometimes it's too much, and what what's very disappoint me, people who doesn't understand shit about MMA or boxing, <laughs> they try to give some, you know, critics. This is pisses me off the, the, the most. But people who, uh, who like, in this business, like, many, many years, and, and they know what it is boxing or what it is MMA, and if, 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 if they're going to give some advice, you know, I'm an astu- I'm not a stupid person. Of course, if I, if I want to be a better fighter and I want to be a champion, of course I'm going to take this advice. But people who like some somebody from the street to try to <laughs> teach me how to fight, what I have to do, you know, it's uh, it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, I, I know what you mean, man. Because I I get that all the time from uh, my 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 Mexican buddies, my Mexican fans, and they come up and tell me, "Oh, you need to do this, you need to do that." And uh, to be honest with you, it's like sometimes, yeah, it gets a little bit. I mean, I'm a polite person. You see me, and I'll I'll take it gracefully. I'll be like, "Okay, thank you, thank you very much." But in the back of my mind, I'm like, seriously. You're telling yeah. me what to do. You never got in the ring. You never did this. You never. Yeah, did you'll that. never fight in your life. <laughs> How you can like give me advice? How like I uh, yeah. It's 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 a little it's a little it's a little funny in the same, but in the same but in the same token, it kind of does get it under your skin. And I and I I totally understand what what you what you're saying and what you go through. I mean. How how is a, a five foot six, one hundred and sixty pounder gonna gonna tell you anything? You know, I mean, especially in your sport, in your art, and what you do. Now, now back 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 to some serious uh, uh, training. You know, I know me and you, we've had our our few sparring sessions, and you know, <laughs> out of all out of all of those, I mean, can you pretty pretty much acknowledge and say that it's true? That I at least made you tap out at least four or five times out of the times we we were we were sparring. 
uh, now you have to press the button, make uh, me and you off air, and I'm going to tell you a couple words. But if we live, and I'm going to tell you, yeah, you didn't make me tap, but you gave me some hard time to catch, you know. <laughs> and uh, we we became like even. Nobody's, uh, nobody wasn't a winner. It was even, tight. Yeah, it was even tight. Well, hey, one thing you can say, though, is that um, I kept your condition up. I did make you chase me all over the place. That's and why I'm <laughs> telling you, you gave me a hard time, of course. Hey, hey, man! Won't you, won't you stay with me for the next segment? I want to ask you a couple more questions. And uh, for all of you, all of you who want to uh, ask uh, Andre a question, you can call at eight 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 three four six ninety one forty four. We'll be talking with Andre, and I'll be asking some questions. We'll be right back. flagship station for sports voice america sports what if there was a program that brought the best in sports and the best of entertainment together in one place it can be done and darnell autry proves it every week on outside the spotlight in this program athletes and artists come together to share their success stories hobbies professional projects and more that will interest not only the sports fan but fans of entertainment and other human interest stories if you have something you want to ask your favorite athlete or entertainer listen for outside the spotlight fridays at 5 p.m pacific 8 p.m eastern on voice america sports Get ready to talk sports with the big guys. Tune in to Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis every Tuesday for the inside and outside of the business of sports. Keith and his guests will provide expert commentary and answer all of your burning questions about your favorite team, the players, and what's next. It's time to have fun with the game. Listen for Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis and his favorite co-hosts every Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. The talk doesn't get any hotter. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. Back goes O'Neal. He's a tough shot. Got it with 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Outside the Ring with David Diaz. If you want to give us your questions and comments, call us right now at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. If you want, you can also send us an email to david at diazsportsinc.com. That's diazsportsinc.com. Now, back to Outside the Ring. You're back and you're listening to Outside the Ring. I like to call this the championship round. This is where anything goes. We ask questions and, um, I have my, my good friend Andre the Pipu Orlowski here with us still. And during the break, we were talking and, um, I had invited you over, you know, to my black party when we're going to be having it and everything. But you started talking about Mexicans, man. Why, what, what was the deal with my, my Mexican people, man? What, what, what bone you got to pick with them? 
Uh, easy, take it easy. Nothing bad about uh, Mexican people. I just told you a story, you know. It was, I guess, Singer Maya, and I draw uh, those Russian fighters. You met them uh, who came trained with fly at the jet to, to, to their place, you know, from Atletica, uh, from uh, Wayne, I guess. And, um, and uh, it was green for me, but people keep coming, 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 and somebody, like, hit my car, you know. I said, mm. I came out from my car, I said, hey, guys, what's up? Can you take it easy? And I guess everybody was kind of uh, at bus, you know, and he, like, called his friends. It's a lot of people came to my car and they, like, go away, you know, from uh, <laughs> so fast, so fast, you know, because... Definitely at that time we didn't look, I didn't look any problem uh, and uh, I didn't want to fight with um, <laughs> tough Mexican guys like you did. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, if you're going to be next to me, yeah, it's no problem. We can talk, yeah. but otherwise, no. Thank you. Yeah, right? Yeah, no, 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 man. It's, it's all in good fun. But you know what? Uh, seriously speaking, you know, there, there are um, a lot of people that right now, I doubt you. What, what what do you got want to tell them? What do you want to tell them today right here on the show and tell them what? There it one more time. Repeat the, the, the pe- the people the people there there's some people that doubt that you can come back and, and don't have any faith in you. And what 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 do you what what can you tell them today on the show right now if they're listening what Andre Lasky is going to is going to show them in 2012? David, like always, you know, I changed my training cap. I spend a lot of time right now in Albuquerque, New Mexico. And uh, like I said, I choose what's, what's more important for me right now. This is fighting. I want to be I wanna be a champion again, you know, and I'm really miserable in the last couple, probably um, uh, two, three years. I'm talking about my fighting life, you know, my fighting career. After four losses, you know, and... Uh, now I'm doing like a baby step, step by step. I first uh, victory I had over Ray Lopez, second one Travis Fulton, you know, and I, I spend a lot of time in New Mexico. I, I change everything, you know. In New Mexico, it's like three big streets, that's it, nothing to do. I'm going mm-hmm. over there, like, see movie, like, probably two, three times a day, f- Saturday and Sunday, you know, like, everybody knows, oh, what are, what are you doing here? I spend, like... Uh, Every weekend, like over like uh, six hours in a in a in a in a, in a, in a movie theater. For, for me, right now, it's very important to be a champion again because, uh, for example, like seven, six, seven years ago, when I was champion in UFC, people came to me and said, "Oh, Arlovski, you're the shit. You're the bad, badass. You're great fighter." And you know. Uh, before my fight against um, against uh, Ray Lopez, some guy came to me in a Starbucks. Said, oh, you're lost. Yeah, he like tried to shake. He shake my head. I said, Oh, you're a good fighter. You know, people told me you're the best. You're the greatest one now. You're just a good fighter. I shake his head, but I was so mad, you know. And uh, right now, for me, it's very important. For me, it's it's my goal to be a champion again, you know, it's, I'm going to do everything possible to be a champion again. Of course, I'm training hard. I'm very disciplined right now. What's about, um, uh, schedule, sports schedule, fighting schedule. And, you know, and, uh, I want to be a champion, you know, and I really appreciate who support me, who follow me over these years. And, um, that means a lot to me. This motivate me train hard, fight hard and, uh, be a champion again. 
Definitely, definitely, Adrian. That's that's one one thing you should do is uh is train hard and 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 feel good about what you're doing and like like for everything like whether it be MMA fighter or a boxer. I personally think that it's it, it's you got to get hungry again, and I believe that's that that's what you're doing, getting hungry, secluding uh, uh, secluding yourself from everything else from from the Chicago. Uh, atmosphere from the food from everything and and going out of it and talking about food and everything somebody wrote to me and they they want to know what your your diet consists of because you're so fat you know you got you got oh <laughs> uh, you're got, talking about for you it's probably male was for you because i i'm sure you right now probably 180 190 pounds so you like burritos a lot but about my diet, I don't know. I have a nutrition here who write me down every uh, every time before my fight uh, diet plan. I follow this plan, you know. Actually, right now my trainers want me to gain uh, like 10, 15 pounds, but I mean lean muscles, and uh, they think I'm gonna be good at uh, 245 to 50, you know. So oh. I'm gonna start gain some weight, but. I mean, like good, good lean muscles, and uh, we'll see. We'll see. Well, that's good, man. That's good that you're gonna. Uh, no, so there's no burritos. I can't take you any burritos. No, no pizza. No, nothing like that. No, we can stop <laughs> by uh, La Pasadita. I'm gonna take steak burrito. <laughs> yeah, that, that's good. That's good. Uh, hey, listen. Aside from uh, from from fighting, I know you were also uh, an actor. Hey, hey, you were uh, Come on, university. take it easy. The actor is like, <laughs> sounds like really, really good, but I'm not the actor yet, but I would like, would love to be an actor, and not just actor, A-list actor, you know. Oh. But, <laughs> but yeah, you know, the biggest problem is that my English not that good, and actually my last movie, it's going to come in, uh, in uh, March this year, Universal Soldier 4. I I didn't have even one line, you know, like in a, in a previous movie, Universal Soldier 3, I had like six words, yes, yes, no, no, I feel good, how are you? And last one, you know, I didn't have even one line, but it was fun, I had a lot of fun, um, uh, it's great experience, uh, like, you know, it's, I, I was very excited. Oh, that's of good, man, that's good. I have some, uh, some, uh, Proposal for me to be in some movie. I'm already like I'm like a Nike. Just do it, but not just, uh, XXL movie. Just some <laughs> action, you know, some romance or some drama, whatever. But not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, I mean, I mean, um. So then, what if they decide to call you for uh, Brokeback Mountain too? I mean, would you take easy, that? Easy, that that's, easy. Not, that's not. That's not. That's not. That's uh, not uh, totally X-rated, but it's got some, you know, uh, acting in there. So, would you do something like that? I respectfully decline this offer. <laughs> oh man, I had you in there, man, for for that. But uh, seriously speaking, Andre, what advice would you give to an up-and-coming uh, MMA fighter who wants to get to? where you are or go through the process of everything that what you have done in your career what can you give this young gentleman or or, or lady because you know we have mma fighter females uh david you know what first of all um, i don't feel 
somebody some advice because uh, for every word what you're going to say right now, I have to be responsible. But most important thing, I think, it's like what in general, you have to be disciplined, you have to follow your dreams, you have to do everything to catch your dream, to reach your dream, and it's, that's probably it, you know, because uh, it's... It's not enough, for example, like, you know, that how, how many years before you became world champion, you trained hard and you, like, were on a schedule, you know. It's not going to take one year, not, not even two, three, five years. You have to, like, be disciplined. Like I said, I'm almost fighting 13 years, you know, and uh, yeah. uh, I, I was world champion in uh, wrestling in a, in a samba, you know, but it's different. You have to, like, decide what, what's more important for me what you have to do for the rest of your life. You have to, I don't know, maybe you, you, you better if you, you're going to go to college to get some education, or otherwise you have to be disciplined, you have to train hard, you have to follow, uh, follow yeah. your dreams, and you have to listen to people, right people who are around you, because when I was yes. a champion, you know, I, I had like, I don't know, 30, 40, 50 people every time uh, as they came uh, with me to my fight, you know. Now uh, I just have... Uh, three or four people who still is me and that's it. Andre, I want to thank you so much, brother. Thank you a lot for coming up. We ran out of time, but Andre, thank you so much for coming on my show. I appreciate it, and until next time. No problem. We'll thank you for having me, and also check Arlovsky.com, IdeasSportsInc.com. Thank you for having me, guys, and God bless. God bless, brother, and thank you. We're out of time, guys. Thanks for tuning in to Outside the Ring. See you next time. Thanks again for joining us. Outside the Ring with David Diaz can be heard again next Thursday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern time on the Voice America Sports Channel. We'll see you next week.